So when you have combined perseverance with the willingness to accept mentorship or coaching, I think that's really going to be a big step in the right direction. You are listening to End If Love Remains, a unique show spotlighting people, ideas, science, culture, and art. Your host, Mike Lovett. Mike Lovett. Hi, and welcome to And If Love Remains. I'm your host, Mike Levitt, and I have on the line a good friend of the program, Daryl Johnson. We've had Daryl on a couple of times. He's been uh, our fitness guru. He's been a, a nutritional guru to us, but um, I'm excited to talk to him as he starts a kind of a new adventure. Um, and as I start a, a series of uh, podcasts um, where we, we're talking to, to people about having a, a winning mindset, um, a, a, a entrepreneurial mindset and and talking to different individuals about what that means what that looks like and and maybe how um you can can get more out of your life and so i definitely daryl was one of the first people that i uh persons i don't know exactly you know my english is spot on um <laughs> one, of the, one, of the, one of the first guys that i uh that i wanted to reach out to and, and talk to about this concept he's he he goes by coach johnson um he's he coaches in martial arts and fitness and nutrition but also just overall um entrepreneurs and he's starting a new venture and so daryl welcome to the show glad to have you on today thanks again mike happy to be here yeah it's my pleasure so um i want to just jump in here and um maybe talk about maybe your journey a little bit into into what you're doing now and and what kind of um um i guess i guess i I want to talk more about about mindset and and Mm -hmm. and how um you know what 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 was it that that helped you to succeed or, or what is the type of mindset that helps you to succeed when you are succeeding? Because we all have ups and downs. Correct. But but what um what what have you learned and what are the, some of the things that you're trying to instill in the people that you coach to help them succeed further in their life? Got it. Well, for me personally, um <clears throat> one of the things that that really I think is the most important is the persistency of 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 you know your 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 you know Perseverance is you have to be willing to move ahead and move forward, even when things aren't going well. And this is a, it's, I can't emphasize enough how important it is to get over the humps and not let the, the obstacles derail you. And I've been an entrepreneur um, since 97. So that's, I don't know, was that 24, 25 years, something like that, maybe longer. <clears throat> and it's obviously been a tough road for me. I wanted to be honest. When I let's back up a little bit. When I was a young man and I was working for other companies, no matter what company I was working for, I always said, you know what, if I was running this thing, I would do it like X. Yeah. You know, obviously, when you're 19, you don't know anything, but you have this idea like I would do it a different way. I would do it, you know, a smarter way. I would do it a more efficient way. <clears throat> and it, it was interesting to me that most of my people, most of the people that I've worked with had really no interest in running it. That is like, you know, I'm just going to do my job and get paid and, and, you know, then go out and party or whatever, or whatever, you know, go, or go skiing, which is fine. But I was like, I always wanted it to, to be in charge and I wanted to see my vision come through. And even as I got into, you know, I just opened a, a, a work for another martial arts instructor out here in California. And as we, as we moved along, I just, I saw, you know, I want to do things differently. I had a, diff- a different vision it, you know, it wasn't better or worse, it's different. So uh, I decided I wanted to do that. And it was very hard. 
<clears throat> entrepreneurship is very, very hard compared to just showing up for work and doing what you're told. But you have to stick with it. And everybody, I mean, everybody intellectually knows that. They said, everybody's, oh, yeah, I just got to, you know, stay with it, stay on track. But man, it is when you hit those dark, the dark times and, and, and those big dips in the road. And, and of course, you know, I've had several and just like most people who have, you have to just really be willing to grind through that. And I think one of the things that makes it easier is, and this is something I had to learn, uh, you, you have to check your ego a bit. When you get to the point where you realize, man, I'm getting my butt kicked. I go, I can't solve this by myself. I need to find, you know, somebody who can help me. Yeah. And, and sometimes that's really hard um, to reach out and say, Hey, I, I don't know what I'm doing or I, I need help. A lot of people don't like to ask for help because it makes them feel like they're weak, but really we're designed that way. That's how our, how we work. So when you have combined perseverance with the willingness to accept mentorship or coaching, I think that's really going to be a big step in the right direction. Well, I think you, I think you touched on something. It's really, it, it's hard for somebody to have that kind of relationship um, and, it, and it takes a lot because as an entrepreneur, um, I mean, it, it kind of is the antithesis of what you were trying to do, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah, you think, oh, I got this. I can do it myself. Yeah, it's, it's funny. I've, I've been an entrepreneur since about the same time. I think 1999, I, I said I haven't had a job since 1999. But the truth is I've had every job since 1999. Yeah. Like I've been the marketer. I've been the, you know, the, 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 the guy who's, who's put out the product. I've been the guy that's been... Um, you know, customer service, I've been everything. And, um, you know, and that does, it becomes kind of a daunting task at times. And, and you, you never know, like, uh, you know, it's fine. I've told my wife, you know, we, sometimes we feel like we've got one foot on a banana peel and the other foot on an ice cube. And, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it, you just, you're never quite sure how, um, to maneuver through the future. Cause you don't know what it looks like. Right. Um, and it, it is, Especially, and I think I think this is really important now as people are, you know, maybe they've worked at home for the last couple of years. Maybe they're they're realizing that they don't. Well, let me ask you, what are you seeing? Like, as people are coming to you, um, you know, why why are people wanting to take the dip into entrepreneurship? Well, <clears throat> ironically enough, I think one of the main things is the insecurity of having a job when the job can be taken away by the government you know, by, by crises, whether it, you know, real or imagined doesn't matter. If your company all of a sudden, Hey, you know, we have to shut down half of our stores. Uh, and you're one of the ones that has to go. You're like, well, what do I do now? Oh, can and- I just say that is so true. It's so funny. I remember a, a good friend of mine, um, uh, was talking to my dad. This was when I was young and, uh, um, and they were talking and, and he was talking to my dad and he, he actually, he owned some, uh, he was a mortician. He owned a mortuary. Um, and he said, he, he was telling them how, uh, you know, the, the biggest, the biggest uh, security that you have is to have your own business. And, and my dad was like, well, I don't understand that. And, <laughs> and he was like, well, because, you know, you can't fire yourself. You may not eat, but you're not going to fire yourself. Right. You still got a job. <laughs> you may not pay anything, but you still got a job. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, I just, I, that, that memory came to mind as you said that. Yeah. Well, uh, so I think I think uh, again, if you're if you're in the entrepreneurial space, we talk about this all the time. Um, you know, like, like uh, Robert Kiyosaki has his four quadrants: business owner, investor, self-employed, and and, and employee. And when you're on the self-employed or the or the uh, employee side, you know you're really subject to changes in in 
in the economy and the, and the market and the climate and the culture. Um, so when you get into your own business and you start building that up, you, it, it, like I said, it, you know, you don't, you don't kick it really get fired per se, but you can kind of steer the ship and you can, you get to make the adjustments. If you see the change in the market, like, oh, you know, my product isn't selling, maybe I need to make an adjustment or, or an update. You can do that. But when you're an employee and, and you don't think about that, um, you just, you know, you do what, what, what the management above you says, or maybe you are the upper management, but the owner has, you know, CEO, whatever says, it's just, it, I think the feeling of insecurity that people have, have experienced by just being, you right. know, well, dang, we're done. You know, my, my business is closed or, or I'm going to be, have to work at home now. Or, and I, I think one of the things for working at home, people have realized, Hey, I kind of like, you know, having the freedom to set hours and, you know, maybe not have to, you know, commute into someplace. So they maybe say, you know, I'd rather open a business close to me rather than, you know, drive 45 minutes a day. Right. Each way. Um, so I think a lot of things, have, uh, again, this entrepreneurial wave I speak about um, is is kind of a, a reaction to a really, you know, very uncomfortable situation a lot of people have experienced by just having the jobs gone instantly. Yeah. Like no warning. Not like, hey, you know, next year we're closing this branch. It's like, hey, guess what? Next week, don't come to work. And, and and can I say how important I think that that mindset is not just from a job standpoint, but it, but in life. And, and as an example, like imagine imagine if you're a um, a trucker in Canada right now, and <laughs> yeah. you know, and all of a sudden, not just is your business taken away, but you have no bank account. Like, what do you do? Oh, like, man. you have you have to be able to think on your feet. You have to have that kind of flexibility in your mindset. Um, uh, and and that and I think one of the best ways to train yourself in that kind of a mindset is, is by being an entrepreneur. Yes. Well, and, and this, you know, you bring up this, this whole, um, I wouldn't call it an eye-opening experience with the, the Canadian situation is between the government, the government making, you know, uh, changes in our country, like, Oh, you can't go to work. Hey, you can't go to the store. And then seeing that the government can, without due process, just take your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Hey, we don't like your your message, and even though you're not really destroying anything, we decided that you you can't get paid, you can't have access to your money. Oh, we're gonna take your your you know we're gonna take your truck and impound it, and you can't ever get insurance or license again because we don't like what you say. I mean, you know that that was a really eye opening experience. I think for a lot of people who thought, oh, that could never happen. Yeah, uh, and and um, so I mean the, the the silver lining of that is is that I think people are like, wow, I think self sufficiency is going to be really important, and not just financially. But okay, look at the situation we have right now in, in Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, obviously, yeah, I don't think we're going to be invaded anytime soon. But those folks are like, you know, two months ago they're showing up, they're getting up, going to work, doing their thing. Now they're like, they're, do I have food? Do I have water? Am I gonna? Is my house gonna be bombed? Am I gonna be, you know, uh, taken prisoner? Man, things change so fast. So self sufficiency is the hallmark of an entrepreneur. Along with that, though, is the team of like your support, your, you know, who's on your side, you know, you, you really can't go all alone. Nobody goes all alone. You need, you need a team, you need it, you need a guide and, and you need a people below you and above you. Well, you, absolutely. And, and, you, you know, I was fortunate um, young in my career. I had a, I had a mentor, um, Jack Saldudi. I love that guy. And he would, um, he encouraged me to go out and, and, and talk to people, not be you know afraid. And I, wasn't necessarily fearful of talking to people, but I know a lot of people are, but, yeah. but he really encouraged me to get step out of my comfort zone. Um, and so I would do things like um, go to, um, I would go to the mall or go to a Home Depot 
and and I had no money. I had no reason to be there, <laughs> but, but I'd literally search out people, talk to them, and 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 get phone numbers and get you know start to get contacts and and things like that. And I and I, I'd force myself not to leave before getting you know ten or twenty phone numbers in a day, mm-hmm. and um and and you know what and somebody might say well that you know what did that do for you well what it did for me is it gave me absolute confidence that if i were dropped into a city that i knew i didn't know a soul i didn't know anybody at all i had a skill that maybe people um that might be marketable but but had no idea i I could be dropped anywhere in the world and i could find business and i could survive you know survive in advance that's that's the goal yeah. <laughs> and, and that's a, see so you learn a, a skill that is universally useful and, right. and i and i think a lot of people have this uh and again i've seen this happen over the the years i remember when when um manufacturing was was starting on the decline you had people who had worked in a factory for 25 30 years and then they're like oh well my factory's closing and and you know of course it was always made out to be like well it's the evil you know, greedy over, and maybe there's some truth to that, but it's like, well, you have, you have a very specific skill that doesn't necessarily translate somewhere else. So you, I think success is largely based upon stacking skills up that are useful. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you, if you only have one thing, if I can only make, you know, uh, I don't know, I, I work in electric engine, you know, manufacturing, I, all I can do is wire up the, the rotors for engines. That's all I can do. Well, what happens if that goes away? So it's about skill stacking. And as an entrepreneur, as you, as you quickly find out, <clears throat> you have to develop skills. You know, like, like you said, you have the, the skill to go out and, you know, seek uh, uh, contact and, and make, make, make connections. And, and that's a skill. And the ability to, you know, uh, start something new. And, and maybe you learn how to do accounting, learn, learn how to do marketing. And, and so the skill stacking is, I think, a big part of the success that a lot of people um, that don't have their own business don't really see the value of, but you know, you and quickly then, do when you're an entrepreneur. And can I add, and, and I'd like you to comment on this because I think this is maybe the biggest thing that that confidence brings. Um, when you stack those skills together, it brings confidence, but I think the biggest confidence that it brings or the biggest benefit is, is um, you lose the fear of failure. Like I'm not afraid that somebody's going to say no. Now there may be other things that I'm afraid of, mm-hmm. but that fear isn't there anymore. And so if if I can, um, you know, kind of enhance that, I, I think. What am I trying to say? I think people are so afraid of the future or afraid of the bad things that could happen. Um, uh, here, here's a great example. I do not, I, I do not feel comfortable at all. Um, working on cars. That is mm-hmm. just not a skill that I have. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like it. I don't enjoy it. <laughs> it's not fun for me. And I know a lot of people do enjoy it. So that's just, it's just not me. But I it, part of the reason why is because I'm afraid that if I get into an engine, I could do something and I can't reverse it back. I can't put it back together. Right. I, I'll, I'll break it somehow and make it the problem so much worse. Where you know, somebody can have been worked on a bunch of engines now looks at a different engine. Maybe he's never worked on that engine before, before, or maybe he's looking at something else, mechanical, completely different, but he's not afraid to try and break something because he knows he can put it back together. Right. Well, it's, it's funny you actually bring this up, the fear of failure, because I, I just did a video, uh, a short, and I haven't posted yet, 
if, if we did it, we had a guy named Greg Reed <clears throat> come on our, our, our coaching call. So we could, we do a one high level uh, coach a month in our, in our group. And we all get access to that. And one of the things he told us is like, your success is directly proportional to your ability to withstand. No, <laughs> right. To to withstand the failure. Like, okay, your, your book didn't sell your product. Didn't sell your idea. Didn't sell. You didn't get the contract. Um, <clears throat> you didn't make the deal. And someone says, no, if you can withstand, again, this is, this is a, I think it's a skill is the ability to, to weather that storm. And, and you, you described exactly, you know, someone says, uh, you know, the failure, fear of failure can't hold you back because you're going to fail, but you're going to fail. People are going to tell you, no, they're not going to, they're not going to hire you. Your ability to withstand that, that to build that thick skin is going to be, that's how you succeed is you fail more often. And you have to be willing, willing to fail. And then, and you know, it's, that's a big mindset block for a lot of people is nobody, nobody wants to be rejected. Yeah. Nobody, but it's, it's, it's how you, it's how you win. It's how you learn. And that is a phenomenally powerful tool is to be able to withstand a no or handle a failure, you know, or, you know, when something doesn't go your way, you just, I talked about in the beginning. It's the perseverance of like, man, this sucked and it didn't work out, and it didn't didn't go the way I planned it to go. Well, okay, now you learn something from that and you move forward. So someone says no, you're like, okay, well, what what can I change and what can I do better? And and you learn and you grow and you move forward. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it's also, um, I think. And and I'd love to, you know again I'd love to, to hear you talk about this like those failures how they how they they work for you and not against you um, I uh, um, I I think I think people well I, I I'm just trying to put put myself in somebody's shoes who's maybe has, has worked a corporate job um, you know or or you know has 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 had a hobby that maybe they want to turn into a business or something and um, they they think like what they've done is not um, oh uh, accessible that that isn't pertinent to running a business maybe you know their their accounting job doesn't exactly um, you know fit the the business that they that they that they want to do and mm-hmm. I think I you know I think like all of all of the accumulated skills and and experiences that we've had in our life can. Um, can build and, and can be the one thing that, that actually sets you apart in the market, you know, when yeah. you start to do a business. Well, yeah. If, if you have a life experience and you've done things and you've experienced failure, I mean, so let's say you're, you're going to hire somebody and you got a guy who just graduated college. He's 22 years old. He's never actually had a job of any kind, uh, but he has a degree in, you know, in, uh, something, which is great. You know, it shows dedication to discipline. And you have a guy who's 26 you know, but he's worked jobs, he's held management. I mean, that guy has a value that's totally different, not necessarily yeah. better or worse, but there's a value to that. So just, you can't, people often underestimate, like, I think you made a good point here. It's like people who have never owned their business said, well, how can I possibly be an entrepreneur? I don't have any skill in that. Well, that's not necessarily true. What makes an entrepreneur successful is like we talked about is the ability to like, you know, handle when things don't go well and be able to, to be excited about um, what it is you can do. Yeah. Uh, t- talk to me about your new venture, the, uh, you know, with, with your coaching business, what are you, what are you trying to do? And, and, and uh, how are you um, trying to set yourself apart in the market of coaching? Well, well the, the, the project I'm on now is called Harvest Performance Coaching. And <clears throat> this is the, the group I, I worked with since last year. 
And I got excited about it for a couple of reasons. One is because it's not just in the martial arts and fitness world, which is where I've been for 30 some odd years. Um, and I love that sphere, but it's, it's a small world. And um, the, the challenge with that particular world is that most people get into those businesses because they are passionate about the thing, the fitness, martial arts, and then they, they attempt to turn it into a business. And oftentimes they don't have that, that the skill stack we talked about before to really make that successful. So they often have a, a real resistance to entrepreneurial concepts at large. So now I get to go out and talk to business owners and people who want to be business owners or even managers who want to level the game up uh, at a much, much larger, in a much larger world. Secondly, what I found is with the way we, we, do, we do harvest coaching is it's not like, okay, um, I'm going to coach you guys on this stuff. We're going to go over a concept. We're going to go over how to build a personal brand, take some notes, do these things, which we do. But then it's like, okay, so now we have this community, whether it's five or 500. And, you know, if you're having a challenge with something in your business or your life or your profession, somebody in this group will be able to help you. We call this, we kind of call this the mastermind principles. Like, all right, we have all these brains together. There's not only, it's not like the main guy is the only one that can think. You know, there's a right. whole bunch of people in here who have benefits of life experience and skills. So let's say, all right, let's, let's put this question to the group. All right, I'm having a problem with, you know, uh, establishing market share, et cetera, et cetera. If people who chime in, you know, maybe, you know, Betty goes, hey, you know what? I had this problem five years ago. Here's what I did to solve it. Oh, cool. You know, John says, all right, this is what I did, you know, and, you know, Sally goes, you know what? Uh, you know, my husband and I have been doing this thing and we figured this out. So now it's not just about showing up, listening to one guy. It's about solving problems with the group. And even more exciting, I think, doing the thing I've seen with this group that I'm in that I haven't seen as much with other groups, although I know it exists, is that people don't not only mastermind together to solve problems, but they start doing business with each other because we're not all in the same business. So right. when, when I do a martial arts mastermind, I'm not going to be like, hey, you know what? I, I mean, now I have collaborated with folks and, and that's fine. But I'm like, oh, you know, I need my I need my kitchen remodeled. Oh, let me go ask Jeff over here who, you know, has a karate school. No, I'm going to say, oh, you know, Lucy over there, she runs a remodeling business. Cool. So now we can do business with each other and we can send referrals to each other because we we, we trust each other because we're a community. It's not like I'm going to go through, you know, Google and go, okay, I need a kitchen remodeler and this guy looks cheap. I'm going to hire him. It's like, oh, this person's in my community. They have a business that's relevant to what I need. And I'm going to use their services because now we're family. Yeah. You, you know, and I think that that's going to serve such a, I, I think one of the um, issues in our modern age that we've lost is that that sense of community, that sense of connectedness, um, you know, whether it's because churches have shut down or, or because we become more online focused. Um, now we have more friends and, you know, and, and, I'm in Arizona, so I'm more, maybe I have more friends in New York than I do here, you know, in my, my own community. <laughs> it's, 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 we live in a very strange world um, where, where that, that can certainly be the case. Um, but but what, we, what we've lost are like those community clubs and, and you know, service organizations and things like that where we yeah. can rely on one another and we can, you know, uh, turn and, and have different mentorship relationships or not even mentorship, but, but more relationships with people that we trust. You know, you got, you know, who is the family doctor, you know, who's going to tell you straight up and not just what the pharmaceutical company wants, you know, what? like, yes. like you need, who's the mechanic that, that, you know, you can trust and take your car in, you know, those are important things to, to, you know, have at your disposal. 
Yeah, it, it, it's you're right. Well, as we move online, whether it's forced, you know, forced through uh, government regulations or just people's nature, you know, uh, it's just easier and less confrontational. You know, we do we lose that community. We don't have the 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 community groups, the Kiwanis, the Rotaries. They aren't as as big. The the church attendance is down because you can do oh, I'm just streaming the church service from my house, which is great. It's better than you know not having any any kind of connection. But right, um, it, the 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 benefit, and this is the the double edged sword we, we always talk about is <clears throat> so yeah, so maybe the community involvement is less, but now I have access to a humongous, great pool of talent and ideas that I did not have access to before. It's like you say, you have friends 2000 miles away, you can now conference with and, and collaborate with that would have been a real challenge 15 years ago. Right. Right. And And, and it would have been very difficult. And you're, and and what I like about what you guys are doing is that it seems to be you're, you're unified around the same purpose of, of you all want to succeed. You all want, you want to have kind of, you're all entrepreneurs. You're all kind of engaged in the, you know, engaged in the fight, if you will, you know, we're we're kind of, uh, we're all like, you know, they're, they're um, of one mind in the sense that, that that we're all trying, trying to, um, you know, build, um, you know, it's, it's that dichotomy. Like, what are you trying to build? You're trying to build your own business. It's your thing, but you, but it's hard to do that without the support of others around you. No, it's, it's, it's a, I wouldn't say it's, a, it's impossible, but it's pretty darn possible. Right. And, and, and we're not wired that way. Even if you're, even if you're the most introverted person out there and, and I used to be extraordinarily introverted and I have friends that are super introverted, you still need connection. You need connection for your mental, for your mental health and you need connection to maximize your skills. And if you are a business owner, whether you're you know selling some online PDF or whether you're selling cars, you have to have audience connection. So you have to have a skill to do that. And we are we're people, people, people. I mean, that's just what again, that's we're why we're social creatures. We have hierarchies. We have you know connections. We have family. We have tribes. We have you know countries. So when you can develop a tribe of like-minded people, it doesn't matter. The cultural background doesn't matter their financial background everybody has a common purpose of improving their mind body and business is how we put it then we have a powerful resource of brain power and you know opportunities to network and do business with each other let me ask you in general um, what are you seeing what are maybe the one or two biggest um, problems, fears, like what, what are the, what are the one or two things that, that maybe people are struggling with most that you're seeing, you know, whether within your group or, or people that are, are looking at, at what you're doing? Um, a lot of people, well, it's two, two kinds of people who are just starting out in business. They're just really fearful about failure because, you know, what if I lose everything? What if I put all this time in, it doesn't work out? That's, that's a big deal. The other thing is I think people are afraid of change. Like, you know, I know my business is doing X, Y, Z. I've been doing it for 15 years. How do I adjust to the changes in market and culture and world events? Um, so fear of change and fear of failure, I think, are the, are the two biggest obstacles that we face. And we all have some level of that, no matter how confident you might be. So, uh, but the, the confidence come, that you to, to handle those comes from your solid network, your mentorship with, with your, you know, your seniors, and then your camaraderie with your peers. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's great. Um, what, uh, how, how can people get in touch with you? If people are interested and, and they want it, like, how do you, what's the best way to, to, to get in touch with coach Daryl? 
Well, my Harvest Coaching site is, is, is simple. It's harvestcoachdaryl, that's D-A-R-R-Y-L.com. Uh, and that takes it to the page uh, where we really can do my free habit tracker, which is, you know, three things that can do to, uh, if it's free, and they, they, you, know, you know, a mind, body, and business. And then now what, what, what's cool is we do a leaderboard. So everything, these all have points attached to them. So it's gamified. That's the Harvest Coaching. If, if somebody obviously wants my, um, martial arts or fitness uh, expertise, and that's just uh, iycoach.com. That's that's going to be my academy site. Yeah, we'll but, put both of those in the in the show notes. Perfect. And I, you know, I have a Facebook Harvest Coach Daryl. I have Instagram Harvest Coach Daryl. I have a TikTok Harvest Coach Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have uh, what else? I have something else. I'm out there. You know, so you know, we. Uh, it's the, the thing with the, this particular venture is that this is something that's not just for okay for you know males from ages 24 to 41, you know, like oftentimes you have your demographic It's literally applicable to anyone who wants to improve their mind, body, or business. So that's a humongous pool that I'm excited to help people out in. By the way, and I want to say, I think, I think I love that you, you kind of mentioned that because I think um, we as humans, for whatever reason, and we can, you know, think about it, evolutionarily i don't like i don't know what to think about it but it is it's fascinating to me like we tend to look for reasons why not to do something mm -hmm. and in we, we can say i'm too old i'm too young i'm too ugly i'm too mm -hmm. fat i'm too thin i'm you know like well i mean my feet are too small that's why i can't run a business like like uh, it, it could get as silly as that <laughs> and and but, i'm i'm only halfway joking about that. no but you're right but our, you know people have to understand that our, our brain isn't wired to make us great our brain is wired to keep us safe so when you have hesitancy or fear, that's not necessarily a, a defect. That's kind of a feature of our of how we're wired. So if you want to do something extraordinary, you have to do something out of the ordinary. You know, you have to like face your fear. You know, otherwise, you, you know. Uh, um, so one of the things I think is important for me personally, I'm a big fan of like evolutionary psychology and, and human nature in general. So I do a lot of research on it. Because if I understand what makes people do or, or do not take action, then I can so solve problems if they need to be. So, yeah, fear is natural. I mean, that's a good thing. You know, mostly, you know, we, we'd want to get eaten by a bear. You know, right. we, don't, we don't get run over by a big rig. But if you want to achieve something that's out of the ordinary, you have to do something that's out of the ordinary. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that is, that's a fact. And you have to do something out of, outside of your comfort zone. That's, mm -hmm. that's really, you know... Um, the more we can we can delve out of our comfort zone. The the to me, I think for me, the the year of twenty twenty two is becoming the year of flexibility. <laughs> like I think that's if we can be flexible in our in a, if I can be healthy, so that makes me more flexible and able to move around. If yeah. I can be um, more flexible in my in in my finances, if I can be more flexible, um, you know, in in my mindset. Like how can I turn? Um, what seem to be obstacles, you know, either into ladders of success or into, you know, get or, or able to, to, to maneuver around them, you know, um, in such a way that, that, that again, survive in advance seems to be. <laughs> the rule well, of the day. yeah. I mean, flexibility is, you know, as, as you mentioned, it's extremely important, especially when, you know, as we've seen the world can and will change on a dime. Yeah. <clears throat> so if you are not, you know, you're not stacking skills. If you don't have the ability to be flexible, you can be in a really tough place if that happens. Well, if, when. So. Right. Well, and that's, by the way, that's exactly right. It's not, it's not if, it's when. Like, 
Yeah. Like, like it's, it's when, and, and we have to be prepared for that. Um, and, and it, you know, again, that takes us back to the mindset of like, what is like, where, where are you more, where are you more secure? Um, you know, and we've been talking about entrepreneurship, but, but, um, uh, so, so let's go there. Like, are you more secure in a place, not just that your job could be taken away, but, but, you know, where all of a sudden you, you, um, you know, maybe your, your community needs to up and move. Like, like, like there's a lot of, a lot of things that, that, um, I, and I hate to sound like apocalyptic, but the, but these last few years have, have kind of turned my mind that way a little bit. Well, <laughs> how could you not? Right. <clears throat> you well, know, it, well, we've, we've lived in a, so, I mean, obviously if you're over the age of like 35, you've seen a lot of things, but if you're a young person, yeah, you know, you've never seen real crisis at home. Right. You know, we say, oh, there's a war over there. There's a, there's a conflict over there, but you know, since basically the 2001, there's been really not much going on here on, uh, on the home, home front. Yep. If you're in America, obviously you may have listeners all over the world. You know, but so if you're, you know, under the age of 30, it's kind of hard for you to imagine real strife until recently. Like, wow, things really can get ugly. Yeah. And uh, in the first world, we, we forget that sometimes because we're, you know, we're, we're spoiled and, you know, which is great. I'm not complaining, but, you know, yeah, it, it's, it's important to be cognizant that, that your situation and your circumstances may change uh, for better or worse uh, uh, instantly. Absolutely. Well, Daryl, um, I'm gonna, I'm, I, uh, I gotta cut this off. I am, I, but only because, only because of time, not because this is. <laughs> no, no problem. This is such an engaging thing, and and I think it's really important. I'd love to have you on again and talk more about, oh, you know, some of the skills that that you think pe- that that people should really, you know, acquire and, and think about, um, you know, becoming better at some of those universal skills. So, yes, I, I appreciate your time very much. Um, Daryl Johnson, Coach Daryl, uh, you, you can find him at uh, Coach Daryl. Well, tell me, the, say the website one more time and we'll put it Harvest, in the show HarvestCoachDaryl.com. HarvestCoachDaryl.com. Daryl, yeah, and I spell D-A-R-R-Y-L. That's okay. Well, there's, like, there's like eight ways to spell my name. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we'll, we'll get those in the show notes. Check it out. Great guy, but but very informative. And, I, and it sounds like he's putting a, a community together that can be extremely useful um, in, in your future endeavors. You are listening to And If Love Remains.